Hello and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm so glad you're here. So uh, I thought we would talk about the movie It. Not the current uh, 2017, 20, was that 2019, 2020 uh, new version. I am talking the original Stephen King's It. So for those of you that were old enough, this uh, this particular movie came out as a two-part miniseries in 1990. And out of all times a year, it came out around Thanksgiving. Who knew? Um I certainly didn't remember that that's when this came out, but I do remember it because I had the two VHS uh, box set. And I mean, why wouldn't I? I watched it when it was on TV and then I bought the movie itself and it was probably 25 bucks for those two VHS tapes. When I was younger, um, meaning middle school probably, uh, I, I couldn't read enough fast enough. I wanted my hands on every book that I could find. And this is a book that I remember tackling because it was really big. And I spent a lot of time one summer reading it. Absolutely loved it. Very inappropriate. And I think I've said that a pretty much about every movie I've ever read the book for first and most likely any Stephen King type book. Um, and I know I've talked about this before that I would go into video stores um, and sit and look in the horror section and read the the books or not the books, but the um, back of the jackets. And um, I don't know too many parents that would allow their kids to do that nowadays. And I think you had to be um, I think as movie stores got bigger back in the day, you had to be a certain age to get back there or something. But not not when you grow up in the 80s because we could do anything. Uh, so it, it was one of my favorites. It was super long. Uh, and so when I heard they were making a movie, I just could not wait to watch this. Um, and before you ask, I will eventually do the remake or new it version because I've seen those of course um I'm going to try not to refer well is that really true I may make some references to the old and the new um because I wish I could smash all f all the casts together there are some of the kid actors I liked in the first ones, some of them I liked in the second ones, some of the adults I liked in the first ones versus the second ones. And it pretty much, I would say, I liked the original adults and the newer kids. But there were a few of the kids that I liked better than the newer kids and a few of the adults that I liked better than the old ones. So... I'm kind of split half and half, um, but this particular TV movie um, had a lot of big names in it for for its time. It's a it's pretty much a time capsule for the 1990s. So this was filmed in 1989, and we had Jonathan Brandis who played Bill, um, and his character was going through uh, grief from the recent loss of his brother. 
The adult Bill was played by Richard Thomas with a very long ponytail. Um, I did not like him as as Bill at all. Hated it. Had absolutely, John Boyd did not translate well into this character, especially a character that stutters. He's an overactor. Um, apparently, I'm pretty opinionated on on him tonight. But I, I I was not a fan of Richard Thomas's and the casting for this. Um, Annette O'Toole played Beverly Marsh. Um, her dad is the janitor at school, and she was looked at like essentially poor trash. Um, then we have John Ritter, who played the adult version of Haystack, um, and he was the new kid to school. He was chubby and out of shape and got picked on by Henry Bowers, who is our resident bully. Um, Seth Green, because what wasn't he in back in the day? Uh, so he played the younger version of Richie, and he is their resident comic. And then Harry Anderson plays the adult version of Richie. Um, I think that was a really good casting there. And then not to be beat, Tim Curry plays Pennywise, uh, the best Pennywise in my opinion. Um, Bill Sarsgaard did a great job with the new Pennywise, but just not Tim Curry. I mean, you just can't be better than Tim Curry. So um, I see them as two very different characters, actually. Apparently, Alice Cooper was originally rumored to be considered for uh, the role of Pennywise, and I'm glad that they went with Tim Curry. I think he brought this really wicked humor that, uh, I don't know, it, it was scary in a way. And I think even watching it as an adult. So as a kid, I think um, it, it can be kind of scary, but as an adult, he's just creepy. And that's one thing that I really loved about it is it didn't get cheesy and stupid as I got older. I still really appreciate this movie as an adult, as I did back in the day. Um, some of the effects play different over time, of course. Um, but that's to be said with anything that was made back in those times. I mean, if you watch a TV show or a movie from back in the day, um, it's grainy and it's... Um, it's full of noise, and it, it just doesn't even look the same. So it's not entirely fair to compare what was available back then to what was available today. Um, I will say that of this entire movie, the ending was the worst. It was bad. Um, and we'll get into that here in uh, in just a few minutes. Um the other thing about the movie is they changed it instead of um, the book always referred to them as the Losers Club. And uh, we see that recognized more in the newer version um, when, uh, oh gosh, is it Richie, I think, breaks his arm and they write loser on it. That's our reference um, there. But in the in the original they kept saying the lucky seven 
which is very much a deviation from how the book described them. They were all, quote unquote, losers in their own way, which is what made them special. It's what gave them their powers. And um, so I, I, I didn't like that, how it kind of deviated there. Um, you know, but it, it, they are all seen as less than for some reason. Um, so whether it's because of the color of their skin their body size, the fact that they're a girl or their dad's the janitor and they're poor or they stutter or they're a, their mom's a hypochondriac or, you know, I mean, so all these different things, they were less than in some way. Um, as far as the character of Henry Bowers, I like the young and the old from the first movie better. Um the one thing I think that the newer movie did better was show the family dynamic for Henry Bowers. Um, but the original, I think, had better acting um, and better characters. I just preferred those two Henry Bowers as opposed to the one in the new movie. Um, you know, what? Uh, what is also interesting is that this is a made-for-TV movie. So they really had to tone down the information or the way they displayed this book because this book was not toned down at all. In fact, there were some parts that they just skipped right on over because I don't think whether it's a TV movie or a regular movie, it is just not fit for human consumption. So um, I think they just removed parts completely for that reason. Uh, but to give you... An idea. The budget for this film was actually monumental for a television film. They gave them $12 million for the creation of this project, and it was a two-night television event. So if you figure in inflation from 89 to today, that would be over $21 million. In comparison, uh, the film reboot had a budget of $30 million for just one of them. So, I mean, that was a that was a really big, big budget for a TV show uh, or a TV movie. And they they have actually said that it was originally supposed to be a 10 episode story. I mean, if you're if you're figuring this 11, 1200 page book and that was the paperback. So the hard the hard copy was who knows how long that one was. But um when I read it, it was like 12, 1300 pages. And it was supposed to be this 10 episode, you know, like five nights. Um, and they slowly whittled it down. ABC would, you know, well, I know it's supposed to be 10, but, um, you know, why don't we do eight? And then eventually they got all the way down to two equal parts split between the kids and the adults. Um the screenwriter actually quit when it was reduced to just two episodes. Uh, so the second part was written by the director and considered to be inferior uh, based on most fans. Most fans consider that second part to just be inferior to part one. Um, you know, and, and the screenwriter has been... Uh, quoted over the years saying that ABC did regret cutting so many of those episodes. I think they realized that they really had kind of a juggernaut, but by then it was too late. So um, the there's some there's some fun 
I don't know if you want to call them coincidences or comparisons maybe is a better um, is a better way to put it. Uh, Jonathan Brandis and John Ritter both died in 2003. Brandis hung himself while his Ritter suffered an unexpected and fatal um, aortic dissection. Harry Anderson, who played Richie, died on April 16, 2018, the same week that Bill Hader, Harder, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, entered talks to play Richie Tozer, Tozer in It Chapter 2 in 2019. So um, the same week that the original character died, the, the original actor who played the character died, the It Chapter 2 actor was in talks to assume that role. Um, the miniseries came out in 1990, like I said, the same year that Bill Skarsgård, who played Pennywise in the new versions, was born. Um, fans have also noted that the new version of the story comes out 27 years after the miniseries first aired, um, which in the books is the same length of time it takes Pennywise to reemerge in Derry. Um, and so, you know, I just find it kind of creepy that uh, the new Pennywise was born the same year that the original one premiered. So um, it, it's just kind of a fun, fun little fun fact, I guess, for you. Um, so Tim Curry, when he had agreed to play uh, Pennywise, he did make an agreement that he was not going to spend a lot of time in the makeup chair. Apparently he had just gotten done with a movie that was hours and hours long. And um, so although he didn't go full force with the makeup, he truly dedicated himself in many other ways to that to that role. Um, and something I learned while I was doing some research here is that the the wild puffs of red hair that Pennywise has, I always assumed was a wig, like something that covered his entire head. Um, apparently, it was actually his real hair, which he grew out for the role, and then they teased it and frizzed it every day. Every day. Um, so I think that was kind of funny. Uh, in the first part of part one, we have Georgie's photo, which was in a photo album, and it oozes this blood. And apparently it was quite unusual to see in... Um, in 1990 on TV. So this miniseries paved the way for a lot of television movies and miniseries in the future to push the envelope further. So just by showing certain things in this movie, it really kind of pushed them to be able to say, well, you know, you just approved it or you just allowed this for that movie. So we want to be able to do it um, for ours. Um, all of the cast have really fond memories of working in the miniseries. So we're talking the original again, saying it was one of the best experiences of their lives. Um, and what I think is cool is when you watch the extras for the new version, the 2017 version, um, the kids that played 
the kids for that movie also say the three-month shoot for the summer was the best time of their lives. And they all claim that they were best friends on screen and in real life. So I, I think it's it's fun to see uh, that these these kids really bonded in a way that kind of goes beyond just one movie. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they're going to try to do it again in 30 years and then will these kids be ever make a reappearance at all? Um, so who knows? Stay tuned. The I was just going to go into something on the new movie and I promised myself I won't do that. So I'm going to save it. Um, so like I talked about the ending for, for this movie, you know, they did two nights of two hours and they blew it in the last 30 minutes. Um, the, the spider at the end was a fully operable puppet and it was the very last scene to be filmed. Um, they had apparently tried to tried to have it look differently, but bottom line, they just did not have the money to do it as it was storyboarded. So the, uh, the director had wanted, um, Tim Curry because he felt Pennywise was actually the real villain of the story and he didn't want this fake spider, um, but felt the novel's ending was way too cerebral to tackle on a television budget. And I think the the second It movies, the reboot, I don't know what to call that was, but anyway, the, the newer version, I think they tackled it more. But if you weren't aware of kind of the Stephen King lore and how some of these movies are all created or all connected in some way, I think you really lose what this ritual of Chud is. And um, the director had felt getting into that was just too much for a TV miniseries. And he was probably right. But I don't know that the second movie did that part any justice. Um, but the director was very disappointed with how it ended as well. He imagined it to be very different, but then just did not have the money to bring that to life. So um, that's the that's the fun of a TV movie, I suppose. And I remember, you know, I mean, these movies were on 9 to 11 at night. Um, I must have been on some kind of Thanksgiving break or something because I remember watching them when they came out. So I was uh, able or allowed to stay up, I guess. Um, and it, um, I'm surprised that my parents would have, well, although I shouldn't be because my mom would let me watch some pretty, pretty bad horror movies, but I was 13. So, I mean, it wasn't like I was, you know, eight or something, but, um, so I was a teenager when these movies came out and, um, I still remember watching them and comparing them at the time to the book and the ways in which it didn't fulfill it and the ways in which that it did. Um, so when I do talk about it part one and part two for the new movies, the, the current version, um, I, I'll probably go into a little bit more of the comparison between the two um, just because it's hard to talk about one and not the other and say, well, this one showed this and this one showed that. Because I think 
if I'm being honest, I, I think all four movies, if, if you count them all as each their own movie, I think all four need to be watched in succession because I think they tell they tell the opposite side of the coin. And I think there are some moments in the second movie, uh, it part two, the 19 or the 2019 version um, that are so powerful. And I, I really have a difficult time watching, especially the beginning of part two. Um, it is it is excruciating to watch. Um, and that's really good filmmaking. And they, they did a good job with it. It's just really tough to watch. So uh, that's my thoughts on on the movie, some extras. Um, it was one of those movies that I think, I'm, I'm trying to remember if I ever watched it with anybody or if it was just me, probably just me watching it. My dad wouldn't have watched it. My mom maybe would have if she had been around and, and wanted to watch it or something. But um you know, it's not one that you throw in to watch with your friends because it's two two-hour parts and you have to pay attention so much. Um, I do like in in the well, it it ends the first movie where they're where the adults all come together in the restaurant and you know you can you can just sense that they're having a great time i think the music matches up with the adults sitting around the table having a blast and um you know then then things start to happen and they all leave and they head to the library some of the library scenes are my absolute favorite um so there's an, an initial scene where harry anderson comes to dairy um comes back to dairy and so he plays richie and he goes into the library because he's looking for Mike Hanlon. And um, <laughs> while he's in there, he he's sitting there reading a newspaper, I think it is. And um, he starts to see balloons coming around and they pop and they're full of, of blood. And so all these people have these balloons popping full of blood all over them. Pennywise is up in the on the second floor and he's got one of these... Boy, I don't even know what it's called, but one of these toys or something that makes a lot of noise. And he's so he's super loud and he's yelling at him. And so Richie is trying to talk to the poor girl working the front desk and just screaming at her because she can't hear Pennywise. And it's kind of a funny, funny scene. Um, and, you know, and then when they go back to the library again as adults, then they all... Um, they experience some things with Stan, and again, I think there's a little bit of overacting here by uh, Richard Thomas, which I don't appreciate, but I really like Annette O'Toole as Beverly, but at the same token, I really like Jessica Chastain as the new Beverly, too. So um, I think, uh, you know, like I said before, I think the two of them, the two movies together um, you know, if you've got the time to watch them all, I think it gives you the full picture. Um, and but I think the newer version probably has some more comedy than the original version did. Uh, but the original version reminds me more of my childhood. So I don't know. It's it's really it's it, it's a good movie uh, for the time for it being on TV. I think they did a great job with it. Uh, it's 
definitely one of those ones that I'll pop in every now and then just because I enjoy the the story and some of the performances of the actors. So that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for sticking around. Make sure you drop over to Instagram and say hello. I like it when people pop by and introduce themselves. If you have any ideas or movies that you want to have me talk about, um, definitely drop those into Instagram as well. And take care. Be well.